Welcome back to Too Unusual and the conclusion of our Dear Diary Challenge. This marks at least 30 days since we started journaling, and there's a lot to unpack. Two weeks ago, we had a midway recap that led to both Ian and I to change our journaling strategies. Did we change for the better? Find out. Coming right up. January 20, 2020. Dear Diary, When we first decided to do this challenge, I was really excited. This challenge started out very rocky. Journaling was something I wanted to do, but never put my mind and effort into. The first week was very difficult. I was struggling to get to a rhythm, and I had a lot going on outside of the challenge. But that's what this podcast is for. I tried to stick with writing in my journal every night, but quickly lost motivation, and the challenge started to suffer. I went from writing the things I'm grateful for in the journal to writing about my days and reflections, to using an app. After some thought and reading a couple books, I decided to download an app and start taking a more structured approach to my journaling. All with their own pros and cons. But throughout, I learned a lot. I found that I was able to better reflect on what, I, what was going on on a day-to-day basis, and I started to see patterns in what I was doing. It definitely wasn't a smooth road, though. Overall, I found this process, process to be very helpful, but difficult to start. Inconsistency during the holidays hit me, but after the Midway episode, I was able to get back on track. So just like life in general, this challenge had its own roller coaster. January 20th, 2020. So a lot has changed since our Midway episode. We both thought about changing our strategies, and we both had different feelings about the challenge. I personally changed my approach, and I started writing down things that I thought I was thankful for. Uh, What did you change about your approach, Chris? Yeah, so I started out with the writing in a journal and, you know, the things I was grateful grateful for as well. Uh, But Midway, I changed my strategy to using the app MoodPath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we both did a similar. We both had a similar transition from physically writing things down into using the MoodPath app, um, and I think uh, we both had uh, more of a positive experience with the app than writing writing something down. Would, would you say the same thing? Uh, I think there's some pros and cons, but what what made you say that as far as uh, the writing things down? Uh, I just felt like writing things down was uh, very time consuming, and it was more. It, it felt more difficult to make time every day to actually do it. I felt like when there was the app, it would send you notifications. Um, it, was, it kind of felt, felt like it fit more naturally into my day. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So the approach about writing things that you were grateful for, mm-hmm. that was something that I started with. And I mentioned it's something that I kind of did back then, except I wouldn't really write about it. I would just think about it at night. I'm curious, how how was that experience for you? Yeah, so... Really, when I started doing that, I kind of would just kind of tack it on to the end of my journal entry. So I'd just write whatever uh, was happening during the day, whatever I was thinking about or feeling. Um, and at the end, I would just kind of write, I'm thankful for whatever. And uh, it kind of made me, it made you realize a lot of, um, a lot of things in my life that I'm very fortunate to have or very fortunate to be around. Um, and it really put a lot of things in perspective for me. I thought it was a very, like, kind of mindful exercise to do. That's pretty, that's pretty cool here. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, that was exactly the same takeaway. Mm-hmm. And again, this was from like a self-help, self-help book by Jen Sincero. Mm-hmm. And that was the purpose of the activity. So I'm glad that you were able to add that and that I feel like maybe added some benefits to the journaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember you mentioned during the Midway episode that uh, it can be something as simple as if you just needed a pen and you found a pen in your pocket. Um, I realized that there's a lot of things like that that happen during the day that without really thinking about it, it goes really unnoticed and you don't 
um, you aren't as thankful for it as you really can be. Um, so I think it really changed my mindset on a lot of different things and really had a positive impact on me. Yeah, definitely. So now with that, we both did the Mood Path app. Yeah. So, so I talked about in the midway episode about this app called Reflectly that I was, I saw in the app store and I was going to try out, mm-hmm. but ended up, it was just like a seven day trial and oh. I needed to pay for it. So that's why I switched to just using Mood Path. <laughs> Those trials always get you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they got me there. Mm-hmm. But I, I think Mood Path was uh, pretty interesting. I guess we can just kind of explain a little bit of how it worked. Do you you think you can take that on? Yeah. Uh, so it, it really, what it does is um, three three times a day. So at least for me, it was eight a.m., noon, and five p.m. Did they give you the same notification schedule? I think honestly, you know, I, I'm not as observant as you, so I don't know the times. <laughs> I know it was like morning, afternoon, night, but I don't know the exact times. Yeah. So it it'll send you a notification three times a day. Um, and then it asks you like three or four different questions about um, like how you're feeling, um, like how you have acted in different situations, if your appetite's changed, things like that. Um, and then it gives you an opportunity to pick different emotions you felt. Um, and then kind of it leaves just an open space for you to write whatever, uh, really whatever you want. And that was the biggest feature that we, or at least that I wanted to take advantage of was using the um, kind of journaling part of it. Um, and I think where you, when you, when you get to pick the different emotions and answer the different questions, it kind of added another, another layer to it that I thought was pretty valuable. Yeah, funny funny thing actually is um, I had the questions, so it was yes and no questions for the most part, mm-hmm. and then the emotions. Mm-hmm. And when I did it like the first few days, I honestly was not a fan because I was like, for journaling, I want to write things down. I want to mm-hmm. kind of like just jot down any quick notes about what I did that was interesting or my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually didn't notice that, that part of, uh, of the app where you can, you know, jot down any notes mm-hmm. until like, until like a week after I started it. Oh, <laughs> That's it was kind of, it was a bad first impression, but it was because oh. of me, not because of the app. Mm. Well, at least you figured it out and got it all working. Yeah. So it turned out, I actually started liking it, but I do have something that I wanted to get your thought on. And that was the questions that were asked. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I feel like um, the questions they asked were more negative than positive. What do you think about that? Yeah, I actually, I actually, I kind of agree with you. Um, and that I had mentioned the idea of, uh, or this, this concept called concept creep, which I think I'd mentioned when we were pr- more uh, preparing for the show. Um, and it's where, when you're repeatedly exposed to an idea um, it makes it more kind of prevalent in your life um, and that you can kind of correlate it with overdiagnosis of certain things. So um, if you look at the numbers of people diagnosed with depression um, in the past, I, I couldn't give you an exact date range, but it's say in the past 15 years is much higher than it was 25 or 30 years ago. Um, that's because the concept of depression is much more open and a lot more people talk about it. It's a lot more um, understood. So there's uh, more of a focus on it and that concept kind of grows and evolves as more people talk about it, more people uh, misinterpret it or things of that nature. Um, so I think the questions when they had that negative skew, sometimes it would make me kind of step back and think like, oh, is this like I would tr- almost try to fit situations into those negative aspects when it really wasn't. Um, so mm-hmm. a lot of times I would be answering in more of a positive way uh, just because that's how I felt. But it did make me kind of stop and think and say like, oh, 
is this true or is this is this negative situation something that actually applies to me yeah uh, i understand that there were definitely times where i like you said i kind of take a step back and think more about the question because uh it's really not things that you think about on a daily basis mm -hmm. yeah absolutely especially the things like diet um i really i really never pay attention to my diet and i think you know that i don't really have like a very strict uh, <laughs> eating or what are uh, eating diet um so when it asks about is your do you have less of an appetite today or more of an appetite today i'm, I'm i kind of have to think about it and say like is this am i actually eating less or is i just not hungry or like things like that so i think it does yeah. kind of it, it does kind of guide you to think in certain ways um which i thought is interesting Another layer of this app, though, was so if you answered yes to one of those questions, such as if your appetite is less than before, or uh, do you feel like you're not up to your task uh, more recently, mm -hmm. it then asks you if this concerns you not at all, slightly, uh, mm -hmm. a lot, or I forget what the other option was. Mm -hmm. But I thought that was also a good way of turning a negative question into something that might not be negative. Because if you're saying that recently your appetite uh, went down and it's on purpose, like mm -hmm. you're on a diet or something, mm -hmm. so you can say that it's something that's not bothering you at all. Yeah, I think that was like, I think that's kind of a positive. But again, really having to look at that question first and say like yes or no, if you're feeling, if you feel like you fall into that negative situation, um, kind of guides the conversation and, or kind of guides your thoughts in one direction and then being able to determine a severity is it does make it a little easier, I think. Um, but I still, I still, I still think saying yes or no to the situation kind of guides you in that path anyway. So you're saying it's guiding you towards a positive or negative just by the yes or no questions. I think so. Okay. How about, what do you think the impact of that is to the other part of the app where it's asking you how you're feeling at the end of uh, the questions? So it's like, are you feeling sad, very sad, moderate, good, or very good? Is that when well, when you're about to, when you when they give you the option to write your journal? It's like when you pick your emotions. Uh, I think it's before you can write down. It asks you about your emotions. Why was that? Was that not something you were asked? No, I was, but um, th those were always kind of difficult for me because a lot of them were. It felt very limited in the so like selection of emotions you could pick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I mean, I I know when you pay, when you actually pay for the app, you get a much broader selection of um of emotions you have to pick from um mm. but with the free trial it was it felt kind of limited was it like was there a they know what the options were was there like a more happy one so it was like picked into or it was uh, separated into positive and negative emotions so you could pick like uh happy active good time with others um confident something else um, there's like 10 or 12 in each um and then the negative were like uh, nervous, upset, um, sad. Um, I don't remember all of them at the moment, but I, I felt like. Wait. Hmm? So, you're, so you're talking about the feelings part. Wasn't there like a question where it's like a circle, and then there's faces? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I felt like that was also kind of difficult sometimes for me to choose because a lot of the times I'm not like I feel like just kind of in the like in the middle like i'm not really like super happy at the moment i'm not really super sad so I, I i feel like i was always picking like the green happy face or the like 
neutral face. Uh, the moderate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think for me it was, I don't know. I don't know the color of the happy face, but it was the one that was, that said good or, or very good. Mm -hmm. And before that was the moderate. Um, one thing I noticed though, was that sometimes I, I guess sometimes I'm, I'm feeling down or I'm sad about something, mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't realize it. But then when I, when I answered those, that question in the app, as far as like what my mood mm -hmm. is, uh, I like just briefly think really quickly. I just take, take a step back and then kind of just assess how I'm feeling at that moment. And sometimes I'm just like, Oh wait, I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling down for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And like the entire day, I didn't even notice or wasn't aware of that mm -hmm. until I answered that question. So that was definitely something that was just like very interesting uh, for in that part of the app. And as far as just like making me think and realize things that I may not be aware of throughout the day. I think that was really my favorite part about the app in general, because it kind of made you like step away from everything and kind of think about what was going on in throughout every step of the journaling in the app, you kind of have to take a step back and think about what was going on. And it was really something I enjoyed about it. Yeah. I think it was, it was pretty helpful having those kind of prompts and then like making you think about certain things instead of just all the, all the possible questions. Sometimes it's hard to decide what you want to be right about if you were just journaling uh, regularly. So I guess um, that's kind of one of the, the cons I would say about writing in a journal is that you don't really have a prompt or anything to guide you. It's kind of just like write about your day. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I think that was, I think that was really the biggest problem I had when I started where I was trying to uh, keep a written journal. I never really knew what to write about. And there was kind of so much that would happen in a day to trying to kind of condense it down to one journal entry was very difficult. Yeah. I guess the, the breaking it into three different times of the day, of the app was pretty helpful as far as like beginner, beginner journalers or mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Journalers. <laughs> Journaler. Yeah, definitely the guided aspect and the times really uh, helped a lot. But I do know there's still people that enjoy um, like written journals. I know my dad does. He keeps a written journal. He writes in every morning um, and it takes a lot more uh, dedication and a lot more, uh, I guess, personal guidance than uh, what we did. Yeah, maybe we should have taken him into the episode. <laughs> but uh another thing about writing in a journal i think it was really easy to to get lazy about doing it just because you said it does take up a more chunk of time in your day mm -hmm. compared to the app where it was just it was really easy to go through um but i think i think one negative about the app for me was that if i'm pretty busy or i don't have like a lot of time to you know, do all those reflections. I kind of just go through the motions of answering the questions and maybe not wholeheartedly uh, really think about it. Yeah, I, I don't think I really viewed that as a con necessarily. I kind of, even when, when, I, when there'd be times where I would get the notification to journal, if I wasn't like ready at that moment or I wasn't really, I knew I wasn't going to be able to like give it like full effort, I kind of push it off a little bit. So I would wait uh, until I had some more free time. Uh, I think, but gener I think generally, um, the app was more kind of immersive nece necessarily. Um, whereas writing something down didn't give me that same kind of immersion. Um, cause I feel like the app had multiple, multiple layers to go through. 
um, that really made you stop and think. So it wasn't that well, I don't really view that as a con for me. I think it was pretty easy to kind of step back and journal using the app as opposed to writing stuff down every day. Yeah, it makes sense. And at the end, so for me, it was after 14 days uh, of doing it, it gave us a little bit of assessment, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, I was looking very forward to the assessment, mm -hmm. but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't very intensive. It was kind of just short, you're, uh, you're doing well or something. <laughs> yeah, I wish that the assessments were more in-depth, but I think that also might be because we didn't pay for the app. We were just using the free um, version. But all right. Uh, well, that's that was a recap of our journaling strategies throughout this challenge. Um, after this short break, we'll discuss our takeaways from this experience and even more. Well, that was a good break. How was your break, Ian? It was a great break. <laughs> All right. Well, now for this section, we just have some general takeaways from this experience, and we're just going to go through a few questions to pretty much guide how we're talking about. And first thing we have is, what did we learn? So what did you learn, Ian? Um, I think I learned how to be more mindful and how to be more, how to kind of recognize things that are going on in my daily life. Are you going to ask me what I learned? What did you learn? <laughs> I thought you were just going to answer. Oh, no, I, th I oh. thought you were going to ask. Okay. What, well, what did you learn in this this experience, Chris? <laughs> um, so I feel like we kind of alluded to it a little bit uh, previously. And I didn't like the entire journaling, writing in a journal thing. I think there definitely are some benefits to it. But for me, it was just hard to stay consistent about writing at a specific time of day and taking that block of time. Mm -hmm. And and that apps, apps, apps really do help us be more efficient. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a pun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so second question, uh, have we seen any changes in our behavior or personalities? Yeah, I think, I think there was definitely some effects uh, of, our, of our journaling challenge to me. Uh, one thing was it made me more aware of uh, the moment and how I'm thinking. So when, when I first did the journaling writing uh, in an actual journal, I kind of thought throughout, or I, I thought at night about any reflections that I had throughout the day. And this was also something that we mentioned in our, in our midway episode, but it just made me more aware of my thought process of certain things. And even though I, I stopped doing the, the writing a journal at the end of the night. I think it still stayed with me that I was just more aware of my thought process about just certain little or big things. <laughs> How about yourself? Yeah, for, uh, I think for me, it really goes back to the what did I learn question. Again, I think I really learned how to be kind of more mindful, like what you said, um, and really kind of step back and understand what's going on um, in the day-to-day. -day. Um, I don't think it necessarily... Uh, I mean, I, I would say it's going to change my behavior as, as it's something that I really want to continue to do and really something um, that I really want to be more active in thinking about. But personality-wise, I don't think it's really changed me um, a whole lot. Yeah, I think personality, not too much. And I guess it would just more uh, change my mind and thought process. Yeah, a change in mindset was really the biggest change. And so for this challenge, for you, what was the most difficult part or the easiest part? 
Uh, so I, I think some I've said it multiple times, but the most difficult part for me was really um, when I initially started and in trying to write a journal every day. That was really difficult for me to make time and really stay uh, dedicated to it. Um, but the I think the easiest part was really. Um, hmm. Actually, I don't I don't know what the easiest part was. It all felt kind of. It wasn't easy. Nothing was really easy. <laughs> it, it all it took effort, but nothing really felt difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was more, for me, I guess, my struggle was consistency. That was the hardest part. Mm-hmm. So for for the writing in an actual journal, it was hard just doing it at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. For the app, it's three times a day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it makes it easier to miss some for me personally because I have like, I have two more later on. I can just not answer it in the morning or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think just overall, it took it took effort to do this. It wasn't something yeah. that you could just kind of pick up and start doing consistently. Yeah, definitely. I guess that is, you know, it's why we're doing this podcast for. It's Absolutely. a challenge. Yeah, we gotta keep ourselves accountable for these things. Um, okay. So, so do you wanna ask the question or should I ask the question? Go ahead, man. It's your world. <laughs> uh, would we would we recommend this uh, to other people? Um, yeah, I would say I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but I would give things to to be mindful about if uh, someone did try to start journaling. And then, uh, so the th- first thing I would say is, if you decide to journal, find your purpose. So. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you want to start journaling? Is it because uh, you want to, you know, keep track of your emotions? Is it because you want to keep track of your activities because you can't remember or you want to be able to look back and remember as, as far as memories? Because that'll really help drive how you're going to journal. So for us, we did, uh, well, I did the journal and we tried apps, but I'm sure there's many other mediums that people can use depending on what their purpose is for journaling. Mm, Yeah. I think I would definitely say that I would recommend this to someone. Um, But I think you're right. I think you really have to be mindful of the reason of why you're starting it. Uh, I think going in and just kind of not having a specific reason for starting or not having a specific or not having something, um, not really having a goal with it um, makes it a lot more difficult and, really detracts from the experience as a whole but even if you just do it once a once a day or once a once every couple days or even once a week um kind of having that reflective experience is something that we that you can benefit from yeah and so will you continue to do it after this yeah i think i absolutely will continue to do it i still have the app on my phone i've actually been still i've still been doing it um even though we're a little past the 30 days because we're recording a couple days uh I think one or two days after 30 because I've been sick the last couple of days. Um, but are you going to continue to do it? Yeah, I think uh, I think I'll keep using the app since it's it's not very time consuming and it's kind of just like at the random times of the day. I think it'll be helpful to just keep on doing it again. Maybe I don't have some reflections here and there. And, you know, we'll see maybe after a year uh, what our assessments are. All right. It sounds like a. A fun little challenge to see 365 days of journaling. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. (laughs) Yeah. So it sounds like we had two unusual experiences. I guess it only makes sense to end it with this. Dear Diary, the end. Catch us next time at the midway of our next challenge.
And if there's any questions or comments, you can DM us on any of our social media platforms. That's at Too Unusual. We're open for any new ideas. And who knows? Maybe we'll tackle your challenge next. As always, you can follow us on all major social media platforms at Too Unusual. That's at T-W-O Unusual. And listen to upcoming shows wherever podcasts are available. And a special thank you for my boy, Get the Wonder on SoundCloud for the music. Till next time. Stay unusual.